Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back again. Um, I am really excited. The Good Witch, Bad Bitch podcast is coming back at you. Um, you know, it is funny. I was talking to my husband about this last night. I was like, you know, I just told everybody on the internet how I don't do like New Year goals, resolutions, whatever, whatever, big changes, yet um, there are like a few big changes happening for me right now going into this new calendar year. And I just keep having to remind myself that like, there are no rules, right? And more than anything, it's the energy behind something or the intention behind something. And I think that's where a lot of people can find themselves feeling a little bit trapped because they've kind of like, made up some sort of rule for themselves or they've confined themselves inside this certain idea or they heard something somewhere and then they've kind of like lived their life by that or like made decisions based off that. And, you know, it took me a long time to kind of break out of that type of thinking or like how I make decisions and things like that. Um, But I feel like right now it's just kind of a a fun alignment with this new calendar year that all the things that I put in place over the last six months or so have kind of led to things shifting at this time. Um, pretty much unintentionally. It wasn't really like, I'm going to wait till the new year. I'm going to wait till the new year. I'm going to wait till the new year. It was just the way things ended up happening. So it does feel kind of fun to be starting off January kind of with this different sense of reality. Like my life is very different right now than it was even just like three weeks ago. Um, And I'll get into that. And this episode really is going to be talking about why I tend to not do a lot of like big goal making. I don't know what the right verb is for that. Like I don't really um, come up with like big, huge goals to hit from from the wintertime. There's like this really interesting fast pace that I I tend to feel I pick up on from other people or the internet, um, other like content creators or like business mentors or whatever, right? Of like, ooh, you know, like, this was, let's, you know, I I think it's good to reflect back, right? It's always good to reflect so that we can realign ourselves with like what's happening right now. Cause I think we can lose, we can lose the picture, the bigger picture and the smaller picture, right? The micro and the macro both need to be happening in order to kind of really see what's, what's going on for us. Um, but there's this very interesting, like it ends up feeling like a comparison trap. I think when influencers and like people that we look to as, I don't know what, guides, <laughs> I was going to say leaders, but it's not always necessarily that. It's just the people we look at on the internet or like, you know, people in our lives that we like look up to in some fashion, 
um, there's kind of just this kind of traditional black or white, like this is everything I accomplished in 2023, like this or, or these are all the things I didn't accomplish is why I feel like shit. And so moving into the new year, I'm changing this, 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 and this. So it's usually fueled from like shame or a negative feeling, um, either within ourselves or like it's sparked from viewing other people and their accomplishments and being like, wow, I mean, who am I compared to that? You know what I mean? And it's just like not a healthy vibe in my opinion. So I kind of broke free from that box a a while back, like a handful of years ago, I kind of stopped doing the whole goal setting thing in, um, January, but I'm someone who's kind of always, I'm always re I'm moving the destination line, right? Like I'm always setting new goals. I'm always reworking things. I'm always kind of daydreaming and future casting and envisioning how I want things to be. And so, you know, with all of that being said, it's like my advice to anyone ever all the time, like even if it's the opposite of the thing that I do for myself or that I would like maybe recommend to people is do what makes you feel good, right? If it feels really good to have this like fast paced um, energy going into the new calendar year um, and you really enjoy it and you're like, fuck yes, like I love setting these new goals. I love thinking about the future and like it feels really good to do it in this way, then continue. But, you know, I always kind of, um, you know, uh, God, what's the word? I'm so tired today. guys. I woke up like 10 times last night. Um, so my brain's a little on the lag, but, um, you know, I do offer up the idea of kind of taking things apart and really evaluating them, right? Like, does this really actually make me happy? Like, where's this coming from? Is this coming from like an external factor of like how people are going to view me or what I consider success to be? Is it like, all these tactile things as opposed to like, am I really taking care of my own nourishment, my own well-being, my spirit, my heart, my mental well-being, blah, 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 all the things, right? Um, it's really easy to be stuck in go, go, go mode. I think people really think like they're going to be so bored. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't need a hobby. I'm like, I love being busy, which, um, yeah, I've been there. I get it. And honestly, like, I don't know. I don't do a lot of like the take you along my day anymore, like on Instagram stories, like I used to, because seriously, like I'm, I'm chilling a lot of the time, like a lot of the time. Um, I'm reading, I'm, you know, watching a baking show with Leo. I'm doing homeschool with Leo. I'm, I don't know, tending to the dog, cooking. God, I'm always cooking. I feel like I'm just always cooking now that Leo's home all the time. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's something not, I wasn't, I was going to say worth sharing. And I mean that in the sense of like, I feel like people would be like, yeah, we get it. Like you're sitting on your couch again, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, but I am challenging myself to, um, post a little bit more, be a little more intentional, really kind of show, um, and talk about what is going on day to day. Um, because for me, that's kind of where this, where I'm at with life and business, right? They've become very intermeshed, which is something I've always wanted, right? Um, I'm out of the house 
two days a week, one or two days a week, um, either at the salon or at um, the bookstore. And all the other days I'm home with Leo. And it's starting to honestly feel like those two days are too many days. So um, it's just interesting, right? Once you kind of do plant that seed um, and then you kind of know what you want to bloom, it's like it starts to bloom and then you're so excited and then you're like, okay, I don't need these other things like distracting me from tending to this fresh new baby flower plant, whatever, right? Um, so, you know, I for for people who don't know the backstory of what's been going on, right? It's um, about six months ago, I started a part-time job um, because I was going to be phasing out of the salon. So I thought like, I don't know, I had like um, this opportunity came up to work with um, a friend of mine and her husband who opened a wellness clinic in town. And, um, you know, there was a lot of, it was a very fresh business. There was a lot of room for growth and things like that. And um, it just ended up not working in many cent in, in a few different ways. Right. So I started that my first day of that job was the first day that school started, um, of this past school year. And, you know, Leo ended up coming home in the middle of the day. Um, his anxiety was really high and the principal and teacher that, that he had last year were extremely supportive. And then the they, we got a new principal and of course he had a new teacher because he was in you know second grade instead of first grade and it did not go well we did not get the same support um in fact his teacher told us that we needed to quote starve the anxiety like she thought we needed to just like bring him to school leave him at school and he would just eventually get over it <laughs> it's like oh my god um so we ultimately ended up pulling him out right and now we homeschool and um so i was homeschooling him while also working four days a week sometimes five and it seriously was the hardest it was it was unbelievable i was just like what what am i doing you know it took a couple months because nothing really, you know, it's like we were all kind of in survival mode. And once Leo was for sure going to be at home and like, you know, we needed to pull him immediately. Like it, it wasn't like we're going to wait until X day or month or whatever. It was like, we got to get him out now. And so when we pulled him, it was kind of like, okay, I can be with him, uh, for this hours of these days. And my husband was like, okay, I got these days. Then my parents were like, okay, we got these days. And so he was just being shuffled around and although it was, quote, fine, right, it, it was fine, um, it was not sustainable. And so I realized this um, probably like November, early November. I mean, I think I, I realized it right away, but was just trying to see, like, how can I make this work? Um, because I am someone who does, like, I made a commitment. I'm going to follow through. I, I very much... <laughs> was raised like that. So I've also, not that you shouldn't be that way, but I think sometimes like in this case, like it, the job itself, like, yes, I, I did make a commitment to like work there, but at the same time, it's like at what cost? Like, it's okay. It's not, it's fine. If the commitment isn't working for you anymore, then like we have to honor that. Right. So I had to keep reminding myself of this. I felt very guilty and like, 
you know, I just felt bad about it. And, um, so when I finally told them, I gave them quite a long ways. Like it was like four full work weeks. Um, and then I, my last day was like, I don't know, December like 8th or something like that. Um, and then it was holiday time. So like we were home, but also, you know, I was a little bit busier at the salon, like the bookstore called and was like, can you work, you know, an extra shift a week? Like we're really, we need help, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it was, again, we we're kind of, I was back in that frantic energy of that unsettled energy. And I was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't, this is not going to be happening. And then I started doing my pop-ups, my holiday pop-ups for the wild card. I'm getting the hiccups because I'm talking and not breathing. <laughs> and so then it was like, you know, once or twice a week for the few weeks leading up to Christmas, I was gone all day at these pop-ups. And I finally was like, wow, Elizabeth, like you're, you're, it's okay. Like you totally fell back into that pattern of like exchanging one busyness for another, right? It was like, I had to keep reminding myself, okay, I, I am like something like a pop-up that is something, unless I was like deathly ill, right? Like you just show up, like, you know, I paid to be there. I had all the inventory, like I was going to go. Um, so in that regard for that kind of a commitment, yeah, I was going to follow through with that because for many reasons, right? So I was like, okay, once these pop-ups are done and we're like settled in and cozy for holiday time. I'm going to take that time and I'm just going to fucking rest. I'm going to actually rest. I'm going to actually let chill. And I really did for the last two weeks. I haven't done like literally anything. I went back to work today after having two weeks off um, to the salon and it was, it was nice to get back into somewhat of a routine, put some makeup on, wear real clothes um, and make a little bit of money. Right. That's always nice. And um, you know, the rest of the week though, I don't really have much going on. Leo's still technically on like holiday break or whatever. So we're not doing any schoolwork. We're just doing reading because he's doing the reading program at the library. And um, so it's given me time to think about where I want to go, the things I want to do, like having all these things happen in December, right? Like I think I did four or five pop-ups. Like I learned a lot from those, um, like what sells, what doesn't sell, um, what I want to invest time and money in moving forward. Like, um, you know, I've been able to kind of reground my, my spirit and just like remember the things I want to continue to do. Right. And I just didn't have time to even think about these things for the last six months. And it just so happens that it's aligning with the calendar year. And this time last year is when I launched Wildcard. So I just find it all a little serendipitous. You know what I mean? Um, so for someone who claims to like not set New Year's goals and resolutions, whatever, whatever, like it's just kind of funny that it's lining up to kind of feel like that right now. Um, but I will say that I, I look at the spring equinox in March I think it's like March 20th, I want to say, um, as essentially like the new year as far as like looking at goals. I don't really like the word resolutions. It just, I don't know. It's not even a cute word. Um, but looking at like, you know, what, where, where, what I want to bring forward, right? I still feel 
very like I still need a lot of rest. Like I know my body is still desiring to be slow. Like if you followed me on Instagram, you know I talk about being in my sloth era. And I still fully intend on doing that, but I'm taking this time to kind of put things in place and clean house. So, so that when March hits and the spring hits and like that new energy starts to bubble up, I've, I've spent some time being intentionable, wow, intentionable, being intentional about um, how I want to move forward and the offerings I want to bring forward And that feels really juicy for me personally. Um, I think when you are in like a service-based industry, right? Like with hair, um, you kind of feel like you have to be working it all the time, right? You don't really have, you, you need clients like all year round. So you're like, okay, I can't really like quote afford to take a breather or take time off or to like not be searching for new clients or whatever, right? And I get it because I've also been there in in that mode as well. And it's really easy to get sucked into that because that's, it's everywhere. Like the industry is just full of people telling you every which way, like how to hustle in like 25,000 different languages. Okay. It's all, it all comes down to the same thing, which is like your clients come first, like but you got to bend over backwards, always be on, always be trying to, you know, level up and like whatever, whatever. And I think that's the vibe of like New Year's Eve to New Year's Day that I hate is like everyone's constantly looking at ways they can be better or do better. And it's just, that's a slippery fucking slope, man. Like, I don't believe that to be healthy. Um, I think that when we tend to ourselves first, and I'll always believe this, this has been like the foundation of everything that I have been doing, talking about, coaching to, blah, 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 for the past uh, like five years, maybe longer. Wow. Let me think. Like 2018, I think, is when I had my first in-person workshop about this. Yeah. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yeah. Five to six years, which is, wow. I'm like such an expert now, you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, you know, but when we really do have to tend to ourselves first. And I think when we're doing that, we start talking nicely, nicely, seriously. I don't know what's going on. My mouth, my brain. I cannot we start talking nicer to ourselves. We start respecting ourselves more. We start respecting our bodies more. We start um, catching the thoughts, the loops, the spirals, like before they get, before they steamroll our entire psyche. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, this is why I also love birth charts so much. And I've talked about this in the past is because they're such a fun gateway to, self-realization and just like learning about ourselves. It's just such a fun way to learn about yourself and to like see these awesome little quirks that maybe you you have been feeling aren't good or like are negative, but really they're just a part of you. And it's like spinning things to be powerful and to be magic and to be working for you instead of against you. That does really, really powerful things 
to your overall well-being. It really does. So can you imagine like shifting from going through every day, feeling like you're not doing enough, feeling like a failure, feeling like X, Y, and Z isn't good enough, right? Like, you know, I need to sign up for more classes because the hair I'm doing isn't good, isn't as good as that person's over there. I'm going to sign up for every class. I'm going to spend $5,000 on education this year because I'm going to be the best hairstylist I could ever fucking be. And although yes, a culmination of things definitely can help better your business and better your understanding of things. And just like, you know, there are things that I had implemented before, um, especially before COVID, but even after I came back and like before I took my break, because uh, my shoulder, that um, were like very upscale things and they were very um, intentional. And I enjoyed doing them for my clients. Like I really enjoyed like diving all in on, you know, the whole experience. And now I'm just a little more laid back about it, partially because I'm not trying to build a clientele to the place where it was before. And partially because, you know, I no longer feel like I have to do that, right? Like there's just a different energy for me. And um, part of that is because, you know, I'm, I am working on essentially two other businesses, right? I have, you know, the cosmic guidance, guidance thing going on and then have the wild card also, which I'm going to figure out a way to kind of combine the two, but um, you know, there's my, my energy is kind of being pulled in two different directions and I do honor that. Right. And I realize that that has something to do with it, but that's okay with me. So it just depends again on like where your boundaries are, where your energy is, what your energy is fueling and feeding. Like, you know, certainly, like I said, if making New Year's resolutions and goals feels really good because, that's maybe you're like a super Virgo or like have Cap a lot of Capricorn in your chart or something and you like lists and you like spreadsheets and you like, you know, thinking about, I mean, Capricorns especially really, really thrive off of um, like traditional ways of looking at things as far as um, like goal setting, like looking at business, looking at how things can um come together and work in a smoother fashion to get you to an end result quicker or like to make you more money or whatever. So, you know, again, depending on your personality, depending on what your needs are, um, your mental health, like all these things play a role, right? And so kind of zooming out, looking at the macro, looking at like, you know, am I just, am I just addicted and obsessed (laughs) with, you know, the new year, new me, like level up, uh, nothing's ever good enough. Is it coming from a place of like nothing ever quite being good enough? Or like, should I look at that? Or is it really coming from a place of like, no, this shit gets me off. Like, and I, I'm a kinky bitch and I just love it. Like, this is my kink spreadsheets and goal working, (laughs) you know, it's fine. Um, and so I just kind of, implore you, I can't think of the word that, um, I wanted to say to kind of take things apart and piece them back together, perhaps in a different way that feels better. Um, and then look at your birth chart and see if 
you are kind of in alignment with that. Like I'm very, very, my chart is very water heavy. Um, I have a sprinkling of fire in there, which I think makes sense um, because I'm a little bit of a fiery girly. But um, for the most part, I like very much ebb and flow. My energy ebbs and flows. I need different things each day. I'm not good at keeping like a strict schedule, um, which is why I love being at home and working from home because then I can I can ebb and flow all day long, right? Like I can get in the bathtub at 10 a.m. I can, you know, sit down and bust out like three podcast episodes if I'm feeling, you know, like very energetic and streamlined. I can, you know, rework my website. I can like do things from the couch. I can do things from my office. Like it just, I can take a nap in the middle of the day. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, I love that. And that's not for everybody, right? Not everybody enjoys not having a schedule. Like for example, my son, uh, Leo needs a schedule. He doesn't like not knowing what's coming. So that's something him and I are going to work on this week is, um, creating a new schedule because I'm home more. So, um, our schedule before was mostly to keep track of where, where he was every day where he's like, is this a Grammy day? Is this a dad day? Like, are you like, what the fuck? So we have to sit down and kind of decide. And then we're going to talk about what we want to start learning in for our next little chunk of time. I'm thinking maybe Vikings or like, um, Greek mythology or something like that. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Um, we're going to start looking at being more intentional again. Like I think our word for 2024 is going to be intentional or intention. Um, because, um, and I do like thinking of, I, I always like to think of a word, um, moving into the new calendar year. I just feel like that's fun and I like it. Um, cause I feel like there's, it's always good to have a benchmark of some kind or like, I don't know, little, a little magical something or other to like have in your back pocket thinking about. Um, and then, you know, as I work through, as we work through the next couple of weeks or months, then we can kind of decide where to go from there. And that's the beauty of being able to set my life up in a way that makes sense for me. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's like, I would ask you, like, are you setting up your life to be in alignment with the things that you want, with the way, you know, with, with your body's needs, um, with your mental health, with, um, you know, what are the things you want to feel, the things that you want to be able to do, how, you know, what are the vibes, right? Like, what are the vibes of this life that you really want to want to dive into or like deepen into. And I think that's a fun way to kind of look at the, the new year, the calendar new year, um, because it doesn't put as much pressure, right? It's kind of like, how can I daydream and then future cast while I'm at it without it being this overwhelming thing? Um, and I think it's also important. My husband, and I talked about this last night too, is to not go into freeze mode, right? If you're like, say you're anti-goal setting for the new year, right? Fine. Great. Wonderful. Um, but you're also not thinking about 
what's to come at all. Like you're disconnected from um, the magic of your life, right? Like it's good to to dream and to future cast and like think about the possibilities of what's to come and like, ooh, I would love to have this kind of business. I would love to offer this service. I would love to start my own product line. I would love to learn how to read tarot. I would love to get a birth chart reading, like blah, 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 whatever, right? Um, it's good to know those things. So like when they bubble up, you know, again, this comes with like the funny rule box thing. Allow yourself to kind of go there and like, ooh, how would that feel? What would that look like? Like maybe jot it down in your journal or something because there's nothing wrong with looking to the future, even if you're not someone who necessarily wants to like set a bunch of goals for yourself. It's always good to stay connected to that magic. You want to be tethered into into your business or into your life goals, like whatever they are, right? Whatever that is to stay connected to it. Ooh, my ear's ringing. Mm, I love when that happens. Um, so yeah, you know, like again, doing this in a way that feels good. So I hope that that all landed okay for you. Sorry, I'm like so discombobulated and tired. But um, yeah, I'm excited to keep this going and I will see you back next week. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, and if you want to book a reading, send me a DM or click the link in my bio because I'm like dying to do some January cosmic, what are they called? What are, what are they called? Bad bit? No, basic bitch astrology readings. And tr- believe me, it's not going to be over your head. It's going to be fine. I keep it basic for the basic bitches. Okay. Love you.